Welcome to On Texas Football. In this edition, we're going to be doing the, um, what I would call the round table, picking the teams and the scores for this weekend's game against West Virginia. Uh, with me, I have Inside Texas beat writer, Joe Cook, uh, college football analyst, Ian Boyd of Inside Texas, and Justin Wells, uh, recruiting analyst uh, for the Longhorns, but also someone that knows the team inside and out as well. Um, I am Bobby Burton, your host, and so let's get going. You know, Texas riding a five-game losing streak. It's the train going the wrong direction, and they are definitely on the caboose. Uh, you know, the question is, guys, is this the week they get over the hump? Is this a winnable game for Texas? Joe, is it a winnable game, in your opinion? I think so. I think if these teams uh, looked in the mirror, they'd see – you know, they'd see each other in the mirror. Uh, West Virginia is kind of in a similar predicament. Uh, Ian wrote about that in the game plan and can go, I don't want to steal his whole point, but uh, these teams kind of have some similarities. Uh, and I guess if you're Texas, you don't like that. You're, you're that West Virginia uh, has a team is a team that has similarities to you, even though it is third year under Neil Brown. Um, Ian, what are some of those things that you see? The problems on West Virginia's end are basically they're a quarterback away. Um, they have a lot of the pieces they need to be a good team, except a quarterback. Uh, Jared Deggy is not good throwing down the field. They have great receivers. They can run the ball decently. But when they get shots, he can't land them. Uh, sometimes they try to just spread teams out and throw the ball around. But then he throws interceptions and, and makes plays that lose the game. So uh, he really hamstrings what they're doing there. Uh, Neil yep. Brown, he almost gets a bad rap, in my opinion. That that team is so close. If they just had a difference maker there. Gotcha. At quarterback in particular, right? Yeah, it sounds like that's a lot of teams' problems in the Big 12, right? Uh, that's why you have this, this grouping of teams that are down below the others uh, at some level. Um Justin, you you keep tabs since you follow since you've talked to so many of these kids during recruiting. You you follow them as they get into college. What is the mindset that you've heard behind the scenes on the team right now as they head up to, to Morgantown? I think the the strong contingent, especially maybe a group of the young young talented guys, the guys that still have a lot to prove. They want to get to Morgantown as soon as possible. Uh, from my from my understanding, they want to wash the taste of Kansas out of their mouth as soon as quickly as they can. And they know the only way to do that is to get to the next game, which is Saturday in Morgantown. And so they're, they're, there's a strong group there that that know that they they went out, they go to a bowl, they go to a bowl, they get more practices, they get more practices, they get more opportunities. And I think most of this team is still there. Most of the these guys are still bought in. Most of these guys want to finish strong, especially the young group, which if I'm a Texas fan, I think that's the, the, the best point of all of it. They just want to wash Kansas out of their mouth, and they can't do that till they kick off on Saturday. Gotcha. Joe, you, you uh, met with uh, Sark on the Zoom today. Do you have anything to, to talk about with, as it relates to, to West Virginia this weekend? Well, the big news is that Jordan Whittington will be back, and that's uh, – that, that, with a team without Bijan Robinson and only Xavier Worthy is the main threat. That's a that's a huge boost. So that's the main thing that that uh, I took away from it. Uh, also, you know, he respects the the remaining Stills brother and uh, the the wide receivers. Like Ian mentioned, there's pieces on that offense. Those wide receivers are there, uh, but he also respects the remaining Stills brother on the defensive line and. 
Casey Thompson's going to be quarterback. Doesn't sound like there's a rotation plan like there was last week. So uh, we'll see if uh, the the remaining stills will be in number 11's face a lot this Saturday. Yeah, and, and Ian, we had talked uh, for a Thursday's uh, video uh, that you think that that West Virginia, and he's talking about Dante Stills, I believe, is the the uh, defensive tackle for for West Virginia. That they move around a little bit. Um, you think that that the outcome of the game, uh, what is the biggest piece of this game that you think it'll be decided upon? They have to land some shots to Worthy. Worthy needs to go for 100 unless Whittington's going to do it, which I think we have, you know, a couple doubts about if he's going to be healthy and involved enough to, to carry the load. It's got to be Worthy. Um, they, have to, they have to keep Casey upright and Worthy has to get open. I think – both of those will probably happen. Will they happen at the same time? And will Casey hit the throw? There's the ball game, I, I imagine. Gotcha. Hey, Justin, uh, you hear anything about the health of Whittington behind the scenes? Uh, only that they were take, they were actually bringing him along really slowly. They, they didn't want to rush this. And it, it's one of those injuries that it's not, you know, a debilitating thing. I mean, you're going to see some missed time. Time, but it's also one that, that heals relatively easy. And so Whittington's just going to give these guys a, a more consistent option. And I'll go a step further. When you've got Whittington out there and you've got Xavier Worthy, don't be surprised to see some more of Marcus Washington. In the last few weeks, this kid each day, each practice, and each game is getting better. He is showing improvements week after week. There's a there, there's some faith there. There's some there, there, there's there, there's some uh, they believe in this kid a little bit more each day. And I think he's another one that you can you can factor in. Whittington coming back is big. If if anything, to be a decoy. Let's say he's not 100%, but him out in the field, he's going to get West Virginia's attention. And by doing that, you might get Worthy open on a one-on-one. You might get Marcus Washington across the middle. You think how many plays for Whittington? 15, 20? How many snaps? 30, 40? What are, you, mm. what are we thinking? It, it just I think it depends on the, the pace of the game. If it's high scoring, he probably has to play quite, quite a bit. If it's more of a ball control – um, it, that's hard to say, man. I, I couldn't really tell you where he's going to be at right there, but I do know that they, they, they held him out for a while just to make sure there was no reason to rush him back. And I think they, they approached it the proper way. Got it. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to go for, I'm going to do the predictions. I'm going to go first this week. It, I haven't gone first in a long time. So I'm, I'm putting myself to the front of the line here. Um, you know, I, West Virginia is not an easy place to play uh, typically for Texas. Uh, the fans are a little unruly. Uh, it's a it's a longer trip. It's not an easy trip in and out of Morgantown by any stretch uh, compared to some other stops in the Big 12, which also aren't necessarily easy trips. A um, uh, little bit a little bit longer flight, a little bit longer drive, that combo. Um, the reliance, as Justin said, on too many young guys uh, having to be the the vocal leaders or the the guys that are excited to play instead of the entire team, uh, a defense that is in, uh, to be kind, disarray. I mean, is there a better word? I don't know. Um, and then you, you have Ian convincing me that West Virginia's defense is in the top half of the league uh, in the Big 12, which means that uh, Texas has not far fared well against those teams, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and uh, uh, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Iowa State this year. They just – if a, if a team has a defense, Texas hasn't done well. So I'm going with uh, the Mountaineers over the Longhorns, 27-20.
Uh, Justin, what do you got, bud? You know, speaking of Morgantown, that's one of my favorite places to, to travel, especially in the Big 12 realm uh, of stadiums. Those guys are rowdy. Those fans are rowdy. They, they come ready to party. Uh, I've never seen a stadium where it's BYOB. I mean, these guys bring in a case of Zima on their own, and I respect that. Uh, but at the end of the day, West Virginia has a good fan base, and they're going to be live. They're going to be rowdy. They're going to be good. If Texas doesn't get uh, land a few punches early and West Virginia gets out to a, an early lead, I don't know how much fight is in this Texas team to, to try to climb out, especially in a cold atmosphere. Like you said, the longest trip that they have to take uh, in the Big 12. I've got West Virginia winning this one 30 to 24. I do think it'll be relatively close because both teams, like Ian had said and Joe had even mentioned, they kind of mirror each other. I don't think one's going to blow out the other. This is going to be a, probably a steady game. But I think you got to give West Virginia the advantage because they are at home. Uh, you have to give them the advantage because they do have that home crowd. And Texas is is one of the they're on a t- they're teetering right now. If, if things aren't going right, I feel like it snowballs in the second half. Hey, Justin, hopefully- Justin, they're not teetering. Humpty Dumpty has fell down. He's off the wall. They're four <laughs> and six. I mean, come on. I, I I know I know I know that that you know just call it what it is. Right. I, I think that we all would like to, to, to be in a better situa- situation, but but this team on defense has been I mean, they gave up 50 something to one of the, the 115th ranked offense in the country. I mean, I, you know, I just wonder what Allen High School could do to him right now. I mean, it, I know that sounds sad, but but that's been my concern is that I'm sitting here and I'm predicting West Virginia to win. You're predicting that West Virginia will win, right? Did you? What was the final score you went with? 30 to 24. 30, 30 to 24. And I don't know how Texas is going to hold them to 30 and 27. Those are the two point totals. Because, I mean, I, I don't even know that that's – that would mean they only score – for both of us, they would score roughly on, on only five possessions. Well, remember this, Bobby. It's college football, and these kids are fickle. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds, some weeks they show up, some weeks they pack it in. It's the same thing before Alabama and, and A&M played. Nobody in the world thought Zach Calzada could put together a, game, a good enough game plan to beat, Al- to beat Alabama, but they did. It's college football. These are still kids. And yeah, that's why Bryce, Young had, Bryce Young had two critical turnovers, and I, I look, I'm not – I get you, and I, you're not wrong. I, I'm not. I mean, t- Kansas beat a 30 point favorite last week. I so I, it is just college football. But <laughs> I, all right, so Ian, I'm going to go to you next. Uh, I'm saving uh, our precious Joe, baby face Joe, there for for last. Uh, Ian, what do you have in this game, bud, and why? I'm taking Texas 26 23. So help me God. I trust Casey Thompson more than I trust Jared Daigie. <laughs> Interesting. Daigie looks like a better player than Casey 80% of the time. And then the other 20% of the time he gives the game away. I, If I were a gambler, I would never want to have money on Jared Daigie. He's, wow. I, I mean, he, I'm making him sound really bad. He's pretty well, bad. I, here, here's my question to you. <laughs> You know, isn't it all a gamble, right? I mean, yeah, so, I wouldn't bet on Texas in any of these games. I have no idea if they'll, yeah, no idea if they'll show up. Kansas is just marching down the field at the beginning of the game, and I was like, oh, 
<laughs> okay, I guess, uh, I, guess I guess we're done <laughs> with this season. And then I th- I honestly think that the Texas offense forced the Texas defense to try um, because they kept scoring and keeping them in the game. And so, you know, if you're on defense, you're like, well, I don't want to be an a-hole, you know, it just gives away a better start, you know. Yeah, I, I, I worry about some seniors mailing it in. Uh, I think that's what you're saying. Uh, I think that that's been the case for maybe a couple of games now uh, that uh, it looks like there's a big disconnect and, and that sort of thing. Well, we at I least have one person going, one person going with Texas. One more fight left in them. I think they'll have one more fight. We'll see. Okay. Well, they got to win this weekend if they want to be bowl eligible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they want to be bowl eligible, they got to win both. And it starts this weekend. Joe, what do you have, bud? I'm, I'm just thinking of the, the way the places fan base is right now. Imagine if Texas goes up 10 nothing in the first quarter and everybody be like, oh, no, here we go again. And if they go down 10 nothing, everybody will also be like, oh, no, here we go again. Um, I've got West Virginia 27-21. Uh, the teams, Texas just isn't trustworthy. Uh, I think on the road, what, the, the books normally give you three points if you're on the road. Uh, I think last I checked, West Virginia is a three-point favorite, so they kind of think it's a toss-up. But yeah, there's, there's, I, my, I have thrown my stick to my preseason prediction thing out the window because there's no reason to hold on to it anymore. Um, and I, you know, I just don't trust this Texas team anymore. No reason to. Yeah, I, I, I think that everybody would agree with you. I don't, I don't see any of us saying we, we necessarily know what's going to happen on Saturday. And that, that uh, you know, you could say it's an indictment on Steve Sarkeesian, uh, but really it, it's an indictment on, on how this, this team has played uh, or not played together, right? I mean, uh, the offense looks good, but the defense looks bad. The defense looked good, but then the offense uh, against Oklahoma State can't even get a first down, right? And so it, it hasn't been – what does Sark say – like to use Joe complimentary complimentary football. football exactly yeah and, and I think we can all agree that that's that's part of where Texas is is a uh, uh, having an issue all right Ian I want to start with you and I want to go around and ask you player of the game for Texas everybody's going to get this question player of the game for Texas uh, I'm going to take Anthony Cook because he picked sixes Jared Dagey. And uh, leads to Texas' shocking victory. So that's how Texas gets in the 20s scoring-wise for you. <laughs> well, and, and they're because you did pick 26. I mean, they're going to block a punt too. That'll also be key. <laughs> they lead the nation in that. <laughs> Maybe I could pick Keelan Robinson. Keelan Robinson runs for 80 yards, blocks a punt, and <laughs> scores on a 50-yard screen or something. You know, <laughs> Joe, what, who, who who do you have for your uh, player of the game? Uh, Cameron Dicker. Interesting. For punting. Uh, for, wow. We have gone in a, a really weird direction here. Uh, this is not, not, a good, not a good episode, in my opinion, at this point. Justin, what are you thinking? Uh, Keelan Robinson. Uh, I was afraid Ian was going to steal my thunder a little bit. I, I feel like every time that guy plays, something happens, something positive. Every time he's on the field, he brings an energy. He brings that athleticism. I like Keelan Robinson. If they're going to beat West Virginia up there without Bijan, I think Keelan Robinson has to be effective running the football. Yeah, I was thinking that Ian Ian's player of the game for Texas might be Jarrett Dagey. 
<laughs> after listening to him. I'm going to go. Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, Roshan Johnson. Uh, so with uh, Xavier Worthy, I think they're going to try to uh, corral whether they can or not. It's a different story. Uh, Casey Thompson will be limited. Uh, he's just he's not a great passer. He's not a poor passer. He's just not a great one. Uh, and so I think that that Roshan's going to get some carries. I hope he's healthy enough to do it um, uh, and uh, ready to go on Saturday for the Horns. All right. For Ian, Joe, Justin, and Bobby, all of Inside Texas, thanks for joining us on, on, on Texas Football. Have a good one, guys.